Hey guys, I'm Ernie Hudson, better known as Winston Zettemore. Welcome to the Alabama Ghost Club. The official podcast for Alabama's Ghostbusters community. Taking our passion for and becoming geeks for good. Find us online at alabamagb.com. Here are your hosts for the official Alabama Ghostbusters podcast. Brock Parker, Bo Bearden, and Kevin Gardner. And welcome into episode number eight of the Alabama Ghostbusters podcast. Hello to you. I'm Brock Parker, chief of the Alabama Ghostbusters. With me, as always, Deputy Chief Bo Bearden. And as always, Captain Kevin Gardner. Oh, Captain, my Captain, R. Yar. <laughs> well, we are recovering for the most part. It's been about a week since uh, Alabama Phoenix Festival. I'm still recovering, still trying to catch up on a lot of sleep we happened to lose over that weekend. But that's what we're going to talk to you about this episode. We're going to talk all about APF, and we're going to discuss next year, Alabama Phoenix Festival. We've got some things in store for that, and then we'll hit on some of our upcoming events for the summer. Not too many of them, because it is blazing hot down here right now. Flight suit, summer heat, oh, they don't mix well. Oh, yeah. Went out and bought a pool today, if that tells you anything. Been laying (laughs) out at it. It's been awesome. (laughs) Yeah, the flight suits wear them out in the summer quite a bit. The stank can add up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wind up washing mine about once a week, it seems, whenever we're doing events during the summer. But Well, I mean, for you guys that are out uh, west, you know, you're familiar with dry heat. Um, there's no such thing in Alabama. We have the humidity to the max. So, I mean, I think the only, the only place that would probably be worse than us would be Louisiana. And I feel for you Louisiana guys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Alligators and humidity. Come on. And of course, you know, we could we could hit on the Florida guys and the fact that the zombie apocalypse is starting down there. But, hey, we'll stay away from that. Yes. That's right. We handle the ghost undead, not the physical undead. We're going to know friends who actually work on The Walking Dead to where we don't need to get into their business. <laughs> oh, but um, Alabama Phoenix Festival was Memorial Day weekend in Birmingham. What a fantastic time. Steve Charlson and, and Tim Stacks and uh, uh, quite a few other people put on one heck of a show, uh, I think. It was their first time out doing a convention, and they did a decent-sized convention uh, with quite a few guests, and I feel knocked it out of the park. Not really a large con, not really a small con. It was kind of, I guess, middle, but, I mean, it, it felt huge. Excellent experience. I will say that among the three of us, I was the one who had the most apprehension uh, about this convention because we've had conventions in the past in Birmingham that really haven't panned out and have really been bad for some of the people involved. But this convention was a breath of fresh air because um, not only was it a great convention, but the volunteers and the staff of this convention out of this world, friendly, helpful. These people were uh, bending over backwards to do anything that we, we needed to get done. And it was actually very refreshing to, to, to see that in a convention. Yeah, it definitely was. Of course, we had Robin Shelby, played Slimer in Ghostbusters 2. You heard her in the last episode with us. Uh, she had done another convention, and I think she was completely blown away by this one. She and her husband, Sean, they mentioned quite a few times that the volunteers were absolutely incredible, and she had never seen that level of hospitality before. Uh, she was impressed with it, I truly believe. 
Yeah, speaking like with the volunteers and the help, as as I said that that weekend, you know, they went to make sure that you felt like you were part of the convention, not just attending it, but you were, you know, part of it. You had a blast. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And this is really the first convention that we have. Well, it's one of the, a couple of the conventions that we've really felt a part of. The first being PixelCon. Yeah. Not this year, but the last two years. Prior to this, in 2010, 2011, the the people who put that convention on really made us feel at home and made us feel a part of it. This one, Bo, you were with me, and Robin and Sean and and Rookie. Thursday night, when when Robin and Sean got into town, we took them around and everything, and that was the first time that we had a chance to stop by the Cahaba Grand and meet Tim and Steve and Stan and everybody. And Tim was in the parking lot when we pulled up. We all got out and said our hellos. He was on his way to a radio interview, but said, before I go, there's something I want you guys to see. And I really want you to see it. I was like, okay, you know, what have you got? <laughs> well, we walked in the front door of the Cahaba Grand. If you've seen any of our pictures on Facebook or the, the Alabama Ghostbusters website, you'll see this big banner with our logo on it. It said, <laughs> we called, they answered. And says special thanks to the Alabama Ghostbusters. And we were the only fan group that had that type of banner hanging at the entrance where everybody and their kids and their grandmother and whoever walked in that door was going to see it. That absolutely blew us away. And I am not afraid to admit that I got a little misty eyed seeing that because that told me right then and there we had found our home convention. And these guys, I don't think, could have done a better job than they did. Oh, yeah. It's like I said, it was it was a really good feeling. You, know, you walk in and, you know, there's our logo, probably about about five foot tall, hanging on a eight foot banner. It was very nice. Many a pictures were gotten. Yeah. Many a pictures. <laughs> yeah. That's the first time we'd been treated like that. And to see their enthusiasm for us really touched my heart because, like I said, PixelCon, we were definitely involved. We were part of it. But Phoenix Fest just, man, they laid it on thick for us. And yeah. After after doing this for so many years with the group and everything, to see that type of appreciation. And they put our table and our all of our stuff right there at the entrance. I mean, once you got into the convention, you saw us. We had high visibility and a lot of involvement. So many thanks. We were proud sponsors of, of Alabama Phoenix Festival this year. And we'll talk in a little bit about what we've got planned for next year. But just the whole convention in general, I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on it. Well, as I, as I mentioned earlier, um, you know, my colleagues here, they they were <laughs> I've always been the one that had the most apprehension so far as this convention goes. I mean, uh, several, several years ago, we had a convention here called named OmegaCon, which we now refer to as the convention that shall not be named. Because um, fr- from an outward perspective, attendees that came there didn't really have a problem with it. And it seemed like an OK convention, but it was rotten at the core. It was an OK convention, but uh, a lot, the leadership fell apart at the last minute. And I was uh, kind of apprehensive that this might happen with these because I had no idea who these guys were. And I told uh, Bo and, and Brock here that I would uh, reserve my judgment until afterwards. However, after Saturday, I was pretty much convinced that this convention was, as, as Brock put it, the place that we need to be. Had some great guests this year. Uh, the facility itself was fantastic, uh, but I think the convention has already outgrown that facility already. <laughs> in its first year, has outgrown that facility. It was, I mean, Saturday, just the way the tables were arranged. Pretty much where we were sitting, we kind of had to be there because um, of the high-profile nature of it. But just the way everything was arranged, there just wasn't enough room for the tables and the people together. So I can already see that they'll more than likely, if they don't move 
to a, a bigger facility next year. Um, they're going to have to make some changes. But overall, it was nice to have an open cafe in there yes. that we could actually go and get yep. something to eat at any time we wanted to. Affordable. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, affordable. And if you go and look at some of the pictures we have on our website or on Facebook, uh, I believe I actually posted what the menu looked like. It was awesome. They had the, the the cafe managers went out of their way to theme it after superheroes and everything else. And I mean, everybody there, all the staff and everything, were really getting into it. It was a fantastic convention. Um, I, I will definitely, definitely be back next year, no doubt in my mind. That was me, you know. Uh, we were in a very visible area. Everybody had to come by us. You walk in, you see a TARDIS, you turn left, you saw the Ghostbusters. Good combination there. I might go and everybody, what these two guys say, it was beautiful, beautiful venue. Lots of chandeliers. I'm, you know, Ghostbusters love chandeliers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, there's just too much I could put in for words. Like I said, I just I had an absolute blast. And like I said, I'm counting down the, the minutes till next year. And speaking of the convention that would not be named, Tim and Steve and Stan, they, those guys knew the, how am I going to put this? They knew the stigma that went along with Birmingham and conventions. They they were very much aware of OmegaCon, and they went out of their way to call this the Alabama Phoenix Festival. They didn't include the word convention anywhere in that title yeah. because they didn't want people to go, oh, great, another con, another OmegaCon, nah, pass. So they went out of their way to be careful to let people know that this was a completely separate event run by completely different people. Mm-hmm. and I think they pulled it off. I know that they are happy with the numbers they pulled in that weekend, and they started on Sunday taking pre-registration for next year. So it's definitely going to be back. And also said they already had a few of the vendors already put money down to have a spot reserved for next year. Yeah. These guys did it right. I can't thank them enough. I'm I'm hoping at some point this year when we do another podcast that we'll have them on yeah. and, and let them, you know, once they <laughs> once they get rested from this past weekend, from this past Memorial yeah. Day. Once they start planning for next year and starting to get things a little bit more under their belt and calm and have the time to, to sort out their thoughts, we'll have yeah. them on. One other thing I want to hit on before we go any further was to compliment both Tim and Steve, um, if they're listening, um, the fact that whenever I saw them anywhere in the convention, both of them were calm. Yes, very. You, 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 I mean, I, I would see Tim and he was just like, this is the greatest thing in the world. You could tell he was just having a ball instead of running around like a chicken with his head cut off trying to get everything done. Both of those guys had everything planned down. They had contingencies for everything. At least it looked like it to me. I mean, I really wasn't talking to them all that much. But just looking at them and looking at the way they were handling um, issues, anything that came up, those guys had it down. They, they really did. And, and, and again, I didn't really get a chance to talk to either one of them much uh, during the weekend, but I'd like to commend them because they looked very professional. And a lot of that has to do with their staff and the volunteers. Yeah. They had excellent backup. I hope all the, the same people that ran it this year, I hope are back next year because you couldn't have asked for better. Yeah. We'll definitely have those guys on with us some point throughout the year as we prepare for APF 2013 and uh, get their thoughts on changes they might be making or different things they're looking at. But um, I think this month they're going to start planning again, but I know that they definitely want to <laughs> flush out their thoughts and, and take a breather. So, uh-huh. it, And Tim had his birthday the first day of the convention, and yep. that's the same week he had his anniversary with his wife. So I'm hoping he's taking time out right now and just enjoying that aspect of it. <laughs> but we had Robin Shelby with us. I had the, the privilege of... And Bo, you as well. We we both had the privilege of being with them for four days. 
Oh yeah. Over Memorial Day and I can't express how awesome both Robin and her husband Sean are. Those two are so much fun and they yeah. are so so sweet. They're they're very genuine sweet people and we just had an absolute blast. Um <laughs> and it was just an honor to to be able to to finally meet Robin in person after being friends with her on Facebook for a year and being able now to say that we are friends in real life. That that's an honor for me and it's a privilege and I'm humbled at that. Oh yeah, it was fun, you know. We we see him in person for about 5 seconds and it feels like we've known each other for years. Yeah, the conversation was just flowing. We we heard some anecdotes about some of her favorite cast members. <laughs> <laughs> out of out of out of respect, we will not go into any of that, but nothing negative at all, but it was just a pretty funny stuff and hearing about how quite a few of the cast members from the two movies are becoming more and more like family just like we're becoming well our group is a family i mean we've been together for a few years and we're all a big brotherhood and sisterhood oh we 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 love each other um (laughs) but now the actual cast family and the fan family seems to be merging Pretty good. Like I said, Robin, uh, I've, I've talked to Robin quite a bit since uh, APF, and it's just like old times, man. You know, it, they're, they're such genuine people, and they're nice people. They're lovely people. And I just got a feeling this will not be the last time that Robin's in Alabama. Hopefully not. We need to bring her back soon. It was a fun weekend. I mean, we went Japanese for dinner Thursday night, you know, then we run around and hung out at CVS. <laughs> she will come back because she wants another cake. Yeah. And she will get another cake. Yeah. <laughs> I, we'll get to that in a minute, but man, that, that cake was fantastic. We took him around uh, Birmingham a little bit on Thursday, and Friday the convention started. And Can't forget the news. Yeah, oh my gosh. We went on Fox 6 Friday morning, and <laughs> it was a hoot. Though Those guys had a had a ton of fun with us. Uh, Mickey Ferguson on Fox 6, the weather guy, and Bo had a very fun <laughs> interaction during one of the yeah. weather segments. You can tell them about that, Bo. Well, they decided they wanted one of us to come out there and do a, just a little segment with Mickey, so they grabbed me and carried me out there, and uh, they interviewed me, and, you know, I had a trap, one of the Mattel traps with me, you know, and he was asking me what are they doing, you know, in the, in the Ghostbusters realm, so I'm sitting there explaining them, trying to, you know, accurately describe all the technical jargon. As I'm, I'm describing this, I can see this in the corner out of my eye in the monitor also. They zoom in on him, and he has this look of, oh, my goodness, what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> His eyes kept shifting back and forth between you and the camera like yeah what what (laughs) (laughs) but nah it was it was a fun segment like i enjoyed it like so that was you know mickey's one of my favorite weather guys so that was kind of a neat moment to have that there and uh it's kind of funny speaking of the news i i I knew it wasn't going to take long but a couple of guys at work saw me and i was you know yep you see my weekend job and But no, then, then we carried on. We had a, a great, you know, great little segment with Rick Journey, myself, Ricky, Brock, and Robin, and it was a fun little segment there. Yeah, and, and Rick seemed to really enjoy us. He got a kick out of out of seeing us and really just talking to Robin. But uh, we've got these videos up on our Facebook page, you know, facebook.com slash Alabama Ghostbusters. So if you want to see those, just look for those. I still can't believe you let Rookie go on TV. <laughs> and he didn't say a word true to his character. Exactly. <laughs> but many thanks to Jamie Hitchcock uh, from mm-hmm. the Tennessee Ghostbusters and a dear friend of ours for, I think it was within 20 minutes of us being off the air. She had recorded it over the internet stream and posted it on our Facebook page. Yeah. Um, so thank you very much, Jamie, for capturing that and, and posting that. that. That was awesome to see, especially when we were driving away from the studio. Like, oh, look, it's there already. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie was quick. 
But uh, yeah, we we did the news that morning, and then at noon the festival kicked off, and and we just had a great time. And we had a a panel where we got to make Robin one of our honorary members, and she showed some behind the scenes footage. Um, if you're friends with her on Facebook, she has shown quite a bit of the of the behind the scenes footage uh, on videos. But she had some extra stuff that I think she reserved just for the conventions and everything, and it was pretty neat stuff to see. She showed a lot of a lot of behind the scenes, and we took questions from the audience, and just had a really good time. And had a oh, yeah. fr- Friday was a fantastic day, and as worn out as they were, we thanked them very much for being good sports because not long after the panel, and we did the opening ceremonies for the festival, we all went and changed into uh, men in black suits, and I went over and took them to see that in IMAX 3D because that was opening night of Men in Black. And to their credit, they they got in there, they hung, and they were tired, but they, I think they had a good time. And oh, yeah. Since I had not made it to the theater yet, Bo and Rookie and Kevin had shown up at the theater in their suits. And you guys had already arranged a little something by the time I got there. Let's talk about that. We hung out in front of the theater. You know, we're sitting there looking very inconspicuous. I mean, you know, we're not the men in black. I don't know what you're talking about all this, but no. I had sufficient That's right. We were doing a popcorn inspection. One of the uh, theater managers came over, you know, we talked to them. They wanted us to do like an intro for the movie, and they were all, you know, much obliged to do it. And then uh, after everybody got set down, it came time. Uh, we'll have to get Rookie to relay what he said. I can relay the gist of it. He said, okay, the movie you're about to watch is 90% fiction. <laughs> we're going to have you take an eye exam afterwards. And <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. The crowd actually, they, they, they got a big kick out of it. Oh, yeah. Nobody can't say we're hams. Yeah. <laughs> we love attention. <laughs> Apparently. Plus, you know, wearing black suits and uh, sunglasses at night. I mean, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, that that was really fun. I, I had no idea these guys had planned this by the time I got Rob and Sean and another friend of ours to the theater. We pulled up and walked in and like, oh, by the way, we're going to talk to the audience beforehand. I'm like, really? Why does this not surprise me? <laughs> <laughs> I knew, especially with, with Rookie there. We, we were just standing around and we were looking yeah. great. And I was like. Um, why don't we just go talk to the manager over there about, you know, maybe doing something? And Bo kind of looked at me and asked, he said, oh, okay. <laughs> and we went over and talked to him. They're like, do you want us to say something in front of the movie? And she says, well, you know, we were actually joking about that, but that would actually be awesome. Yeah. And there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie had painted up some silver guns for all of us. And I had a noisy cricket and a neuralizer. Well, he was relaying the, you will enjoy this movie, you will do this, we'll do that. You know, I made sure I flashy thingy the audience while he was saying that, so they would know to really enjoy it, and that's all they would remember. <laughs> but the Men in Black 3 was absolutely fantastic. I enjoyed it as much, if not a little bit more than the first one, personally, but afterwards, Rookie got right back up. <laughs> and he took my neuralizer and flashed it and told everybody... Thanks for coming and enjoying the Avengers and <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fun. I guess we got back in the saddle early Saturday morning, got over to the con, got Robin and Sean set back up and we had more of our members come in on Saturday since it wasn't a work day for a lot of them. Hung out all day. We did another panel uh, with Robin, uh, a meet Robin Shelby panel and uh, basically just manned the table and walked around the con all day. Anything significant from during the day on Saturday stick out for you guys? Thunderbusters. Uh, 
think Thunderbuster <laughs> stuck out for everybody. <laughs> but the, the poor GameStop guys, when I, I kept personally asking them, I'm like, are you guys tired of Thunderbusters yet? No, we think it's great. I think by Sunday they were start. It was really starting to wear on them because you know our presentational video loops every 30 minutes. So you you know a good two or three minutes out of that 30 minutes, you hear Thunderbusters over oh, and over and over again. Well, not just that. You hear you hear some form of the Ghostbusters theme, some way, one way or another, yeah. every few minutes. But the Thunderbusters is the is the more predominant one. It's the full it's the full length song. Yeah. If you've never heard Thunderbusters before, please go to YouTube. Uh, just put the keyword in Thunderbusters, uh, Ghostbusters, Thunderbusters, however you need to get it. Um, it's a mashup between the ACDC song and um, the Ghostbusters theme. Just listen to it; it's awesome. It's the Thunderstruck from ACDC. Yeah, just and you know, if you don't want to go and look at it on YouTube, just come to an event with us. You're going to hear it, I promise. Yes, you will. Well, maybe thank you. Was talking about things sticking out on Saturday. It was kind of good. We got approached by one lady. She does a blog on uh on I can't remember her website right now. Al.com. Well, yeah, exactly. I forgot about that. She does her blog for the for them for special events for children's for needs and everything. And she, you know, she talked to us possibility of us, you know, helping out with something. So hey, it worked out good. You know, we. Got to attend a convention, but also got a you know another probable event for a good cause. During our panels, we we talked a lot about our charity efforts and our charity work. So that was awesome. We we had several people stop by and, and thank us for that, and it's um, that's always humbling because as we always say, it's never about us. It's always about the charities that we strive to help. So to potentially have some more down the road is is awesome uh, for us. We're we're happy to help in any way that we can. So um, she's going to do an article on us. Uh, hope to hear from her fairly soon. So. Look for that sometime. We'll pass that along <laughs> on our website and our Facebook whenever that happens. We talked about Tim celebrating his birthday the first day of the convention, and we had the honor of spending Sunday with Robin, and it was her birthday. It was the final day of, of APF, but Saturday, after, the, after all the events and everything were over, we decided it's time to get down to business Robin and Sean had never been to the Southeast. It was time to treat them to some Southern food. Some good old barbecue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we went to Jim and Nick's Barbecue there in Birmingham, one of their locations, which is fantastic. They have awesome cheddar biscuits, and uh, they were as, as good as gold to us. They, they were extremely nice. And we had a whole little room all to ourselves, and Lisa, Kevin's wife, baked an awesome double chocolate cake. Kevin, please describe the cake. I can I cannot do it justice. First off, yeah, like you said, it was my wife. She was the one who uh, who crafted it, along with a retired professional baker. Uh, her name is actually Charlie Stevenson. And um, anyway, the cake itself was three tiers. Uh, it was double chocolate, as Brock said, it had chocolate icing, and it had green fondant that looked like Slimer had spilled his uh, slime down all sides of it just in random places, and Slimer was actually mounted on the, the tip top of it. Um, it was enough cake to feed an army, and uh, at the end of the night, we actually got to the point where we were forcing people to take cake home with them because there was so much, but it was an awesome, awesome cake, and it tasted great. It did. It was very, very good. In fact, the icing had a little bit of uh, Dan Aykroyd in it with his <laughs> Crystal Head Vodka. Yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah, Lisa actually uh, used Crystal Head Vodka with the uh, fondant coloring to, um, to to dilute it down because, you know, when, when you use alcohol, it actually evaporates and yay for chemistry. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's got a little bit of Dan Aykroyd in there, too. Yeah, we thought that was a nice touch, but uh, the cake was absolutely beautiful. It had a uh, Peter Venkman figure, I believe, on the 
sitting on the first tier, looking no, up. No, it was at on. It was on the second tier. Second uh, one. Yeah, it was on. He was sitting on the second tier, and he was kind of looking up at Slimer like he was trying to crawl up to get to him. <laughs> but the the cake was absolutely beautiful. We got Robin some barbecue. Uh, she ate barbecue chicken, potato salad, and uh, she had black eyed peas for the first time ever. Wow. And the cheddar biscuits. She took one bite of the biscuits and just was was floored. I believe the quote was, this is sinful. <laughs> yes, that was the quote. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but she enjoyed it. And, of course, we all, a few of us got her various presents for her birthday. Uh, it was definitely a great time Saturday night. Just the fact that we got to be with her and Sean, everything for, for her birthday was incredible. Sunday, got up and Adam, not too early, but Robin had a women in industry panel with Sonia Thompson and Savannah Jade Weehunt from The Walking Dead. They talked about their experiences as, as women working in Hollywood and uh, on TV shows and, and movies. And that was a really good panel. I got to sit in there for, for most of it. Sunday, for me personally, Sunday was kind of an emotional roller coaster <laughs> because <laughs> I had taken so many pictures. I had a Nikon D40 camera with interchangeable lenses. And silly me, left it in the business center of the Hilton Saturday night on accident and got up the next day and it was nowhere to be found. So somebody who went into that business center between late Saturday night and early Sunday morning, I think has got a pretty nice gift. So you're, you're, whoever has it, you're welcome. I have not seen it returned yet, and I had my address and stuff in it. So um, I, I really didn't care about the camera. I had a bunch of family photos on it, and that kind of really threw my day off just a little bit. But um, but everybody made it a lot better. So many thanks to, to you, Kevin, for sharing your photos with me. And Not a problem. Robin and Sean uh, are sending me theirs, uh, copies of theirs as well, so at least have some sort of a remembrance of the of the festival. But um, it was bittersweet that day just for that reason and the fact we had to take them back to the airport that afternoon. I did not like that because <laughs> we had such a wonderful time with them. But as we said before, we're really hoping that this will not be the final time for Robin in Alabama, and I don't think it will be. No, no, no. We've got a couple of things on the horizon. Hopefully, you know, you know, be more glad to welcome her back and make sure, you know, we'll pick right back up where we left off. Yep. And it was, it was a good attendance on Saturday and Sunday. We finally got to meet Alex Newborn, one yep. of our members from Florence, Alabama. We have not had a chance to meet him, the majority of us, uh, just because he lives in one of the corners of the state that we just unfortunately don't ever get to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, way up there. So he came down, and we finally got to meet him and his son, and that was just simply awesome. Alex is, is a great guy. We can we can all attest to that just by chatting with him on our forums and everything on the site. But uh, finally getting to meet him in person was a good was a good time. Yeah, he has a fantastic history with uh, with Ghostbusters. If you if, if if you're if you're listening to this this podcast and you're happen to be on the website, um, go check out his welcome thread in the Welcome Center. Talk about some history. That is just awesome to read. Yeah, and he's transferred a lot of that also over to GB fans over in those forums. He posted a ton of interviews that he had recorded on his VCR back in the day of Ghostbusters 2. Got a lot of interviews off that. Oh, yeah. Various talk shows. Really just fascinating. He's definitely, uh, definitely one of those super fans. We've talked about Phoenix Fest this year, and I think we can all agree that uh, we are anxious for next year. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I told you earlier, I'm counting down the hours. You know, this city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportions. It is. It is indeed. And what we've got planned for Alabama Phoenix Festival next year, we don't have the dates in hand just yet. I'm hoping we'll have those pretty soon. 
like I said, once Tim and Steve and Stan have a chance to breathe and get back into normal life and start planning for next year. As many of you know, we have gone to Dragon Con for many years, and we are part of PKE Surge, which is the big Ghostbusters gathering at Dragon Con. We do the parade on Saturdays. We have a dinner that night. We have awards that we like to hand out. Bo and I especially are, are on the uh, the PKE Surge staff, along with many of the Georgia Ghostbusters in Louisiana and Tennessee. So we four franchises always get together and plan PKE Surge. Or I should say we four franchises kind of took over PKE Surge last year since it's in the Georgia Ghostbusters backyard. Dragon Con, if you've ever been, you know how expensive it can be. Yeah. <laughs> These days you can spend quite a bit of money. Our hotel room <laughs> this time around because we're going to be, what are we saying, Thursday through Monday? Yeah. Our hotel room is right on the verge of quadruple digits. Uh, it's not cheap, so that's why some of us are staying together <laughs> to cut down yep. on that cost. But it's expensive. Dragon Con is a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. I love it every year. It's the one event I look forward to personally every year. It's a lot of fun, but man, it is a beast on your bank account. It's like a mini geek vacation. It's exactly what it is. Exactly what it is. Well, PKE Surge has always been fun, and we'll continue to do PKE Surge. But we sort of came up with an idea of doing something like PKE Surge. There won't be a parade or anything at the at the convention, at least as far as we know right now. There won't be anything of that nature. But we are going to start uh, Mass Hysteria. Uh, it's going to be kind of a scaled-down version of PKE Surge. Um, Phoenix Festival is definitely not as expensive for the weekend I think you can get it for 50 to 55 at the at the maximum price. Dragon Con, their maximum price for the weekend goes up to 120. The hotels around Phoenix Festival this year cost about I think cost each of us 100 bucks for yep. the entire 3 days that it happened. Yeah, very affordable. Yeah. So, you're going to pay, you know, twice as much on the passes to Dragon Con and then depending on your length of, say, 10 times as much for your hotel rooms at Dragon Con. So this is going to be kind of, it's not, like I said, it's not taking the place of PKE Surge by any stretch of the imagination, because we'll still do it. But it's kind of our version, a cheaper alternative slash extra gathering for the year. Yeah. They take place a few months apart, so there's really no butting up against or competing mm -hmm. with it. And I know a lot of the other franchises probably won't come down, you know, from the Northeast or out West or anything for, for Phoenix Festival. So it's pretty much just a, a place for all of us Southern and Southeastern franchises who want to get together. You know, Birmingham's pretty central for all of us to get together. and Basically, we look for an excuse to get all of us together again and have a blast. Exactly. There are several franchises that we don't get to see a lot of throughout the year except at Dragon Con. You know, some franchises that have helped us participate in our screenings uh, in Birmingham the past couple of years. We're not going to have that this summer. Uh, we're not able to see a lot of our friends during APF this year. So Mass Hysteria will be uh, be our chance to, to hopefully get to see everybody more than just once a year at Dragon Con. So we encourage you to come out, check that out. Naturally, we're going to have a dinner. We may come up with some awards. Oh, I'm sure we will. Yeah. And I know Rookie's salivating to have a scavenger hunt. Yeah, yeah. And we'll talk to Tim and Steve a little bit more about this, but they had talked uh, in a one conversation with us about having it go 24-7 next year. Uh, and if that's the case, I'm, I'm hoping maybe we can work with those guys to, to get one of the rooms or even the whole con center 
you know, blocked off for maybe a night and do a, a massive scavenger hunt full of the haunted artifacts from Ghostbusters, the video game. You know, this is a very early planning on yeah. our end. Tim and Steve seemed to really like the idea when we talked with them about it Memorial Day weekend. So we're going to try to plan all that out, hash that out, have some different activities and events for those who will make the trek to Birmingham. Dragon Con has been really a lot of fun. But the one thing, and they've told us several times the last couple of years, wow, you guys keep showing up in great numbers. We'll try to, to maybe get you guys some guests and do some things for you guys for continuing to come out. And I love Dragon Con. I'm not going to speak negatively about this, but they haven't done that yet for us, for the Ghostbusters. Even though last year they included the paranormal track, and their picture of the paranormal track was a Ghostbuster, and they still didn't really do anything for the Ghostbusters community. So being as we were one of the primary sponsors for Phoenix Fest this year, and we've, like I said, we've talked to Tim and Steve about it, we've got their backing. That being said, we think... And I'll just go and put this out there now because things seemed really positive that we will we'll possibly have Robin back next uh, next year for Mass Hysteria and Alabama Phoenix Festival. We're not going to get into any specifics about anybody else right now, but the potential is there for more than one Ghostbusters guest. <laughs> and that's something that we have to work on this year with APF and Tim and Steve. So we'll hash all that out once we have confirmation of, of that. And hopefully we're going to be able to get more we definitely want Robin back. So they told her she's welcome back at any time. So hopefully next year we'll have Robin and, and maybe one or two others. You never know. So, but we'll keep you updated on our website and our Facebook and 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 Mass Hysteria has its own website. Yes, mhgb.org. As simple as you can remember, there mhgb.org. We will keep you up to date on anything you need to know, guest list, anything. We already have a uh, non-functional right now, but we already have uh, linkages ready for track info, images. So we're we're planning for this to be a long-term thing. Basically, we want you to come for the Phoenix Festival, stay for Mass Hysteria. Dogs and cats living together. Yeah, make sure you check out the Mass Hysteria website, and uh, we've got Twitter accounts and Facebook page that you'll be able to link to off the website, mhgb.org, that will keep you abreast of everything that we're doing for next year's Alabama Phoenix Festival. And these guys at APF have been nothing but kind to us, as we've mentioned, and we hope that if you're listening that you will make plans to attend next year if you're able to. We're giving you a year's notice. So that part, you have no excuse, <laughs> but we definitely want to see a bunch of you guys out there to, to have some fun with us. Like I said, dinner awards, guests, and who knows what else we'll come up with. We'll come up with a couple of events. We've tossed around ideas about doing a Dragon Con, but we haven't been able to just because of the sheer size and nature of Dragon Con. This will be a lot easier for us to manage at APF. It's one area, and one good thing about this, you know, there's a parking deck, there's a nice parking area, you know, pretty much you walk maybe at the most 25 yards at any given point. Like Brock said, you know, we're not trying to take away from Dragon Con. We're just trying to add something extra and a little bit smaller, more intimate. Absolutely. The people who are there at APF this year would tell you if you wanted one-on-one -on -one time with Robin and Sean, you got it. Yep. I mean, it's a very intimate setting and was so much fun. I've always been overly hyper about Dragon Con every year. I think my focus has changed because these guys are in our backyard. They're our friends, and we will support them 100%. We fully believe in APF, especially after getting a chance to experience it firsthand. And these guys are legit. They love us. We love them. So next year is going to be a ton of fun. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. Like we've said, we're already planning our stuff for next year. So that tells you the excitement levels that we have.
Speaking of Dragon Con, we have things between now and Labor Day weekend. First weekend in September when Dragon Con takes place. We've got things happening ourselves. First thing up, June 15th, we've got Summer Night Downtown Art Walk in Auburn, Alabama. We've gone the last couple of years, and it's, it's a lot of fun. They corner off downtown Auburn and have live music, art galleries, shows, different things for the kids to do. It's a lot of fun. Well, coming up on June 30th, we have the Birmingham Heart Walk. It'll be at Lynn Park in Birmingham. A couple months back, we did the uh, Tuscaloosa Heart Walk. Fun little event. As always, we love to be out in our flight suits, walking for a good cause and helping a good group. Coming up July 7th at Montgomery Biscuits, they're having their Fright Night, which is, I guess, their Halloween in July event, where it's going to be dressed up in your favorite uh, Halloween costume. You know, we'll be in our favorite costume, as always, Ghostbusters, at the Montgomery Biscuits Riverwalk Stadium, one we've been to many times for our um, MS Walk in Montgomery. Then coming up on Friday, July 13th, we will have Geeks Night Out at the Hoover Public Library, where we'll, we've will we been invited by the library staff. They're having a uh, little event for parents and kids to kind of bring them out and have a good time. We'll have all kinds of geeks like ourselves in costume, having a good time. They're supposed to have some friendly slime we might have to hand out and keep under control. And then that Saturday after the Geeks Night Out, we will be, a few of us have been asked to come back for the ghost hunt at Sloss Furnace. And if uh, anybody knows, Sloss Furnace is a historically haunted place in Birmingham. Some guys out there that do the real ghost hunting, they wanted to have a few Ghostbusters, you know, never hurt to have a proton pack in case, you know, things get a little too serious. I'm definitely looking forward to that. The summer won't be too busy for us because of the heat. But we've got uh, those great events coming up. And then we've got, right after Dragon Con, Madison Street Festival, which takes place Saturday, October the 6th in Madison. And we'll hit on those events closer to time for Dragon Con and, and some other things. But that's pretty much our summer right now. It's not too busy, but busy enough to where we'll sweat. If you can find us stuff inside, we come out and do something. Definitely. We welcome all <laughs> indoor events in the summer. <laughs> so if you're listening and you got something you'd like for us to do for you, then hit us up on the website, alabamagb.com. Hit the contact form, and we will get back to you. But the next massive thing we're doing is PKE Surge at DragonCon Labor Day weekend, and we'll talk about that during our next episode as we get closer to that event. And before we close out this episode, our good friend Brendan Mertens at Cross the Streams Radio. Uh, we've had the honor of being on a few times with those guys. He's going through some personal health issues right now, and we just wanted to wish him the best and a speedy recovery and hope everything turns out to be A-OK. Get well, yeah. man. Yeah, we can't have one of our brothers in khaki and podcast down, man. we got to get him up. got to bust some heads. That's right. So get better, Brendan, and hopefully we'll chat with you guys very, very soon again. Well, thanks for joining us. This episode number eight of our podcast, we are honored and thankful that you decided to join us. And we'll be checking in with you throughout the summer. As always, keep checking our website, alabamagb.com, for events and other little tidbits. And definitely check out our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Alabama Ghostbusters, where we get a chance to interact on a more personal level with all of you. And thanks so much again for joining us. And as always, thanks to Bo Bearden here, Kevin Gardner. <laughs> thanks so much for joining us. We will see you sometime this summer from an air conditioned location. Thank you for joining the Alabama Ghostbusters. For our community and charity events calendar, visit AlabamaGB.com. Oh, oh, oh.